Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brady. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex one Pokemon at a time and find out what makes these little monsters tick and what they eat and how destructive they are and how, how weird these entries are written. How's it going, Will? Uh, pretty good. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, we are on episode 186, which is uh, pretty nuts. We've, we've done this 100, <laughs> 185 times so far. You, you yes, realize that? that is indeed pretty nuts. 185 times. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, that's great. We're amazing. <laughs> um, we're we're well beyond i mean whatever we marked 150 when it came and it has it has come and gone yeah um still still wild to uh to think about yeah we'll uh we'll think about it again in about 14 episodes though i'm sure yeah roughly <laughs> yeah um every 50 we have to remark yes uh we are on the cusp of a new pokemon to talk about this week cuz we wrapped up uh Meowscarada last episode and and, and the Sprigatito line, which was a lot of fun. Little time for a new line, Scarlet Violet stuff, and and yeah, we're we're on to uh, a new line of a of an old fave, I would say. Yeah, uh, its name is Elicit. <laughs> you might be more familiar with Electabuzz, uh, who is Elicit's evolved form, but this is. The baby version of Electabuzz, which was introduced, you know, the in the second generation instead of Generation One, where Electabuzz showed up. But we we like to start with the babies because they are the the start technically of of the evolution line. That's how we the baby comes first. We do it. the baby at Beyond the Ball comes first, and we've got baby first. We've got an electric baby on our hands. Uh, it's 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 Elicit. It's uh, number two hundred thirty nine. The electric type, the electric Pokemon. Wow. Um, which is a rare honor to be the electric Pokemon. Not that rare, because uh, uh, Zapdos is also the electric Pokemon. Hmm. Uh, that seems. I feel like Zapdos could have gotten a better one. Well, I think uh, I think it Zapdos becomes the electric shock Pokemon in Japanese. Uh, Interesting. There's a little little bit of variation in the species uh, across languages. But Electabuzz is also still the Electric Shock Pokemon in Japanese as well, uh, so no, no, uh, no singular honor for anyone here, unfortunately. Interesting. Species types—they're super vague and don't follow any any clear patterns. Honestly, I'm not sure why they exist, frankly. Yeah, it's uh, it's just like a little subtitle for Pokemon to have. Yeah, they're for... just they're just kind of fun little extra descriptors that aren't a whole Something entry, I guess. Something that the Pokedex can say in a chipper little voice. Yeah. Yeah. The electric Pokemon. Right, right. I like that. I like that. It's two foot tall and 51.8 pounds on average. So 50 pounds, that's like a, it's like a hefty toddler, maybe. Mm. Sure. It's funny to me that we, <laughs> I feel like we always come back to comparing Pokemon sizes to like, yeah, that's like a toddler, right? It's like, I don't know. I don't know how much toddler weighs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, this is not a good metric for me. I'm not weighing toddlers in my in my. Let me tell you, time. fifty pounds is one bag of flour in my mind. Okay, it's a two foot. It's a, it's a bag of flour <laughs> equal to one fifty pound bag of flour. Yeah, it's a pretty big bag of flour, but you know. Um, 
So I guess imagine like a round egg. Yeah, ba- basically an egg it body. Is, it's it's an egg. Yeah, um, it is very egg shaped. It's got a little little face on it, kind of uh, with the with the angry eyes and uh, a mouth that's drawn with two like kind of down zags that look like fangs, but also look but like also, the line, the shape of its mouth. So. Yeah, it's kind of doing a little like. Uh, what that that particular emoji? A little a little smiley face with a three for the mouth. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, a little like bit, but a little more uh, pointed and angular instead of rounded. Yeah, it's it's definitely giving an air of uh, sort of mischievousness. I would say. Definitely, definitely. Um, and it's got this. Uh, it's it's all yellow except for this. Uh, it's got this black lightning bolt right under its chin going down its you know egg torso and it's got two well yeah like two uh black stripes going around the egg torso and then out of its torso it's got two two arms with uh kind of more pronounced forearms and three little claws two black stripes around each forearm and two little legs the legs are just all black with with yellow yellow little shoe-shaped feet mm-hmm. and Little Calvin and Hobbes feet. Yeah, and and most notably, it's got two. I guess uh, you you would call them horns, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, you could. They don't. Look, they're not like bone protrusions, though. They're just like the same texture as the rest of its yellow body. Just extending up in the shape of an electric plug. Yes, and uh, uh, the, the Japanese AC electric plug, to be specific, which is like the just the two prongs. With two little holes in each one, like ex- exactly like a like a plug. Straight which, up, it's yeah, it's just got a plug coming off its head. Yeah, which uh, you know that's uh, that's how electricity do, and this is uh, the electric Pokemon, so it makes sense. I suppose it does, and I think that despite the fact, okay, this probably is not going to come up in the entries, but we've discussed it at length in previous episodes. The mm-hmm. which came first, kind of. Did Pokemon teach people how to write via unknown, mm. or did the unknown come after the language? Right. Did 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 Elekid exist before there were plugs? Right. I'm assuming yes. Maybe. Any and all scientific achievements in the realm of Pokemon can actually be traced back to uh, a Pokemon. Right. It's not that far from the truth in, in our reality, I guess. We do draw a lot of inspiration from the natural world, but... Uh... Yeah, right, right. Um, and there were there were Elekid in Legends Arceus. Uh, there you go. So They didn't have plugs. They didn't have plugs. I'm they were, almost they were, certain of They it. were close to it, though, I, th- I feel like. Yeah. You know, Industrial were. Revolution-ish kind of, yeah. kind of times. Did, um, couldn't you get, like, a washing machine or something? Yeah, well, you, you get Rotom... Um, and mm. yeah, that introduces a whole bunch of other questions. <laughs> but, yes, it certainly does. Uh, I, yeah, I, I couldn't say for certain if, uh, this, if Elekid was the inspiration for plugs, because I don't know exactly how plugs work. Um, and Googling it did not give me a, a super clear, uh, succinct answer. So yeah, I have to be honest and reveal that I also do not have any idea how plugs work. Yeah, and uh, I suppose they complete a circuit. That's that's the best I got. 
Right. When a plug is inserted into the socket, the energy flows in from the hot slot through the circuit and ends at the neutral, which disperses the energy into the ground. Not the ground, but... The ground, yeah. Which is a something. A piece of, of, of the, yeah. And that's a, a light, and I don't know. <laughs> That's and so so yeah, Elkid's got a big plug on its head. Uh, very very indicative of its electric nature, I suppose. Uh, it's it's cute. It's cool. I like it. Um, it's part of that kind of electabuzz, magmar, and jinx that like humanoid yep. Pokemon from the first generations. Um, I think yeah, very very clearly a, a counterpart to, to magmar and magby. Um, but yeah, it's uh. It's a cool little little buddy. It's kind of got almost like a I'm trying to think of like the animal. It's definitely more clear on on Electabuzz, but like a uh, some kind of like mammal. I feel like with like stripes, mm. like a like a like like not quite like a tiger, but like a leopard or something. I don't know. It's kind of hard so to something pinpoint. Something I was gonna bring up though is that there isn't really an easy electabuzz yes electabuzz has more because electabuzz more clearly has like fur but even then Mm -hmm. it's not like obviously one kind of animal right um and similarly elekid i mean it's right in there in the name it's just like yeah you know it's the little electric boy it's the kid elekid and it's it's just i guess it's Its main theme is electricity it's a little electric thing yeah electabuzz has like a tail uh, that yeah. kind of resembles like a tiger because of the stripes, but um, the origin section for on Bulbapedia says it's seems to be based on a Japanese oni, uh, okay, a, a horned yeah. ogre that wears a tiger yeah. skin as clothing, and sometimes has powers of uh, thunder and lightning. So, yeah, this it's that the outfit that's kind of gives the the electric like the big thunderbolt on it with all the stripes and stuff is apparently yeah. part of a, a costume. But anyway, Elekid hasn't quite grown into that yet. That'll be a, a discussion for next episode. For now, it's just a, a, a cute little rowdy electric plughead. I did uh, I did watch its its debut anime episode, um, which is fun. It was very uh, very exuberant and, and, and outgoing. It uh, made friends with a very shy larvitar that the main crew was was raising, um, mm. and it was very cute because they it they got lost or whatever separated from the main group. So it was just Elekid and, and larvitar, and Elekid zaps some apples off a tree and gives one <laughs> gives you know as you do yeah 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 <laughs> and gives one to larvitar and larvitar is like about to take a bite and Elekid's like whoa, whoa whoa no 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 and it's like you can't and shows it how to eat an apple properly by like holding it aloft, like, over your head, and then swiping it past your mouth as you take a bite, basically. Just, like, <laughs> eating an apple like a cool guy, basically. You gotta do it the stylish way. And uh, Lorvatar doesn't... can't quite do it, because its uh, uh, its arms are just so short, but it does do, like, it swipes its its mouth past the apple. There's a, there's a cool bite, and now it's like, yeah, and it's like, it all, it's always has this arm around. It's like, I'll show you the ways, kid. It's all... it's very, very interesting. <laughs> Um, also a noteworthy episode, um, cause it has one of my favorite team rocket gags where they explain why it would be beneficial to the boss for them to steal this Pokemon. <laughs> and, 
and in this case, Elikid will be um, a great way for, for the boss to, to get his morning shave and, and like, blow dry his hair. <laughs> it's just like, it always has Meowth impersonating the boss, like, oh, this is the best shave I ever had. It's like, <laughs> it's like wow, okay. Because that electricity was so good. Yeah, and James is like, couldn't he just plug it in? It's like, and Meowth's like, it's cheaper this way. It's like, okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that that that's my my anime court. I didn't have it too much about Elikid. This one was just kind of rowdy and fun, but which made it a good fit for Casey, who is one of my favorite side characters in the anime, uh, who de- never showed up in a game, but she's a, a huge baseball fan, and hmm. I like baseball. And she gets an Elikid because her favorite team is the Electabuzz team. So sure. I don't know what their team okay. name is. I think it's just like. The Electabuzz or something. The Electabuzz team. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. The Electabuzzers. Yeah. So she 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 works well with with Elikid and yeah, it's great. Anyway, um, the that episode is uh, here's looking at you, Elikid, um, which was <laughs> nice. which was fun. But we got a we got a a pretty easy name section for you this week because uh, it's all pretty much the same except for yeah. for the Chinese. So Elikid is Elikid, yes, in, in every version except for the Chinese one. Um, Elikid being a combination of electric, or possibly Eleki, which is Japanese for electric, and also kid. It's an electric kid. It is an electric child. Yep. One electric boy, please. One thunder baby. <laughs> exactly so. It is the thunder baby. Yes. Um, so yeah, this Easy. that that works for for every language except for Chinese. The Mandarin and Cantonese Chinese versions of the name are Dian Ji Guo. Oh nope, said that completely wrong. Dian Ji Guai or Ding Ji Kuai. So Dian Ji or Ding Yi uh, means electric shock, and Guai means monster. One we've, yes. I think, probably seen quite a few times before. Um, I've certainly seen it in Fallout with the, the Yaguai. Oh, uh, yeah. Or the bear, Yaguai. is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, probably like Bear Monster or something. Um, so the Chinese name, less charitable? Yes. I mean, you know, depending I would on say your, slightly. your view of, of monster, I guess. But yeah. It's, yeah. Electric Kid or the Electric Shock Monster, which, you know, maybe the the, the Chinese professor who first encountered Elikid got shocked. Had it's just like, been shocked, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a little, little Electric Shock Monster, which I, I like. I think it's like a good, good alternative to, to Elikid, which is just, it's, it's, works well, it's efficient, it's uh, elegant, and ah. yeah, pretty, pretty straightforward, Elikid. So it's a cool buddy. It's it's Generation Two, which is we love it. We love near and dear to our hearts. It's the first generation that introduced babies, and I think they're really neat. It is one of those babies. Yeah, one of the OG babies. One of the original gold, parentheses and silver babies, as as the the acronym goes. Um, oh, I see. OG. I got yes. you. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a quick break. And then dive into these entries of, of which there are many. So we will we'll dive into that in just uh just a minute. And we're back. 
talking about our favorite electric shock monster baby, Ella Kid. We've got... I know it's my favorite. Um, I can't think I, of any others off the top of my head. I mean, as far as electric shock monster babies, yeah, Ella Kid, I think, takes the cake. I mean, I guess Pichu, maybe, but I... Pichu's, I Pichu's I, right, but it's not a... I think Ella Kid would be a lot uh, better of a fighter in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, it probably wouldn't damage itself every time it used a move. Yeah, it could probably do punches, too. Whereas... Peach just kind stuff of with its head. Yeah, just like swings its head around wildly. <laughs> uh, good oh, stuff. God, I can't. <laughs> the great thing about Super Smash Brothers is it's one of the only like you know fighting games where a literal baby is one of the the, mm-hmm. the playable characters. Um, good stuff. Anyway, uh, we've got so many entries. Let's let's start with uh, the original first couple of entries from generation two we got gold and silver here right off the bat all right so let's start with gold version here which says it rotates its arms to generate electricity but it tires easily so it charges up only a little bit Hmm. okay no it definitely did this in the anime like it rotated its little arms around fully vertical just like rotating them like okay that was yes. what i was going to ask so we're talking about a sort of a windmill type yes. situation both arms uh, and then it charges up electricity which kind of gets channeled through its 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 plug prongs and then you know it does with it what it's will but apparently uh it's only a little bit because it, t- it gets tired pretty easily it is just a baby even though it's generating electricity which i would think would give it energy um, I don't know. Well, okay, so this is the thing. It's it's if it if that were the case, then it would be kind of a closed loop, right? It seems like it maybe it doesn't run on electricity. It can right. just generate it. Exactly. Right. So it's like it powers its own metabolism via food or whatever. It does eat an apple in the anime. Yeah, and then it uses that good apple energy to spin its little <laughs> arms around. Which then Pokemon is generating electricity for reasons unclear to me. I'm not sure how it's... It's little well, arms the, must just be natural turbines of some kind. I, I guess, yeah. But generating yeah, electricity. But that electricity lets it zap apples off of tree. And, you know, presumably mm. other Pokemon that may may right. uh, threaten it. So Useful still. Yeah, you know, it only needs to charge up a little bit to hopefully get enough power to get some food or protect itself. But, but like... Uh, you know, it, it is it is a baby Pokemon, um, and babies typically need a little little extra care. So it makes sense that it doesn't get fully charged from its spin your arms around wildly technique for generating electricity. It's interesting to see them sort of uh, limit the power like that because I feel mm. like oftentimes with basic level Pokemon, even they won't necessarily say like oh it can only do a little bit you know what i mean because it's yeah. like usually they're they're pretty powerful right out the gate but i feel like there's a, a rare distinction for the actual baby pokemon where they will go so far as to be like yeah it's it just does little zaps yeah like it's like yeah like the, the a base a regular big base pokemon like like bulbasaur or Rattata or whatever like they'll they'll be they may be unremarkable, but they won't be like underwhelming like this. Right. Yeah. And I think that's that's definitely a distinction they make for 
the babies. And as such, we've got just a little entry. It, it, it generates electricity, but it can only do it a little bit at a time because those arms are tired. It's it, like just a, gets, it just gets tired. Remember those, bat, those, those flashlights where you would rotate the thing yes, to make absolutely. it work? Uh, just like that. But, yeah, because similar to that, you probably do it for about three minutes and then you're like, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it only charges up a little bit. Um, it also just is, it's just a very toddler thing to do, to be like running around just spinning your arms wildly. <laughs> yes. And just like, yeah, they'll wear themselves out quick. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right, right. But at least if uh, for Elekid, you know, the Pokemon, there is some side benefit to uh, right. it's just not just being a random wild baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but okay, what's, uh, what's our next entry here? All right, so next up then we have Silver Version, which says, Even in the most vicious storm, this Pokemon plays happily if thunder rumbles in the sky. Mm. So it loves being out in the storm, playing happily in the storm. Yeah. Um, which, same. I'm, I'm, I'm a... Me too. I'm assuming it has less fears than us about true getting struck by lightning. If Elekid got struck by lightning, I'm assuming it would be okay. Probably fine. I mean... It's you know, generally not working with that level of electricity, it seems like. Right. Like, uh, electric Pokemon aren't immune to electric-type damage, right? So... Right. Like, I could still hurt Elekid by using thundershock on it so just not very much yeah but maybe the the natural power of like thundershock and and other electric type moves far outweigh being struck by natural lightning do you think so in the pokemon world maybe 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 yeah maybe maybe i don't know that's that's an interesting call because like you know pikachu zaps ash not yes. infrequently. That's true. That's true. And lightning uh, strikes can for sure be fatal. They're not always fatal, but they can be, I'm pretty sure. I would say maybe it's holding back, but I know not all Pokemon hold back just because a human <laughs> jumps true. into their, their yeah. line of fire. Yeah. <laughs> literal fire. Um, as we saw with Delphox. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's plays happily maybe he doesn't know any better it just likes seeing the lightning and and the, and the thunder obviously um, which and you unless, know I, I do too yeah unless it has some specific like ability to draw electricity towards it which i could see that could perhaps happen. via the prongs uh, yes. shaped like a plug on his <laughs> right <laughs> exactly so um but it is only two feet tall so like it right. probably isn't going to get struck by lightning regardless right Right, right. But, yeah, maybe if it's playing happily and climbing up tall enough trees, it can get some right. of that lightning zap. And maybe it is fine just by virtue of its uh, big plug horns. Um, it also is evidently not bothered by the other elements, wind, rain, and so on. No matter, even in the most vicious storm, it'll be out there just happily playing as long as there's thunder rumbling in the sky elekid is there and excited about it yes um and it gets to you know like 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 all of us you know who get excited by by thunderstorms but elekid perhaps able to not worry about 
safety concerns as much right. as we might. Although, I mean, as long as you're not wearing, like, metal tinfoil hats um, out in thunderstorms, I don't think your chances of getting struck by lightning are too high, but um, I suppose it is possible. It don't, is possible. Uh, don't, this is not a podcast <laughs> for safety I don't know what I'm talking about. Beyond the Ball is not responsible for any lightning strikes that you may sustain when playing happily out in a storm. Yes, please be careful, especially in the most vicious storm. You are not as robust as as Elekid, I think. You could probably spin your arms for longer than Elekid, but you probably cannot take a lightning strike as well as Elekid. Probably not, probably not. Um, I'm sure... I've told the story before. You, do you know the story of the guy who got struck by lightning seven times? Yeah, I've heard that, or I've heard it talked about over over my the course of my life, I think. I think it was seven. I probably talked at you about it. Yeah. Lightning struck, man. He know. was a park ranger, so he was out in the wild a lot. But it was uh, okay. like, he would get, there was like some weird ones. It was like he got struck while he was inside his car, which is, it's like it went through his car, open car window, <laughs> which is not a thing that happens normally. Normally it would just hit the car and then the car is grounded, so you're fine. Wow. But uh, no, no, no. He started carrying around a bucket of water so he could put out his head if his head <laughs> caught on fire when he got struck by lightning. Which he did actually use at least once because okay. he kept getting struck by lightning. Uh, Google was a man struck by lightning seven times. Yes, uh, apparently he died in 1983. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Roy Cleveland Sullivan, uh, who cl- was claimed to have been hit by lightning on seven occasions, surviving all of them. Uh, Good job, I guess. I guess, yeah, he was alone for most of it, so yeah, I guess you you can't necessarily verify it. But it seemed like he he was he was not exactly reaping any benefits from yeah, these these stories. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know if they're like making uh, documentaries and get, getting royalties to his family or whatever. But yeah, uh, lightning. Uh, don't get struck by it if you can avoid it. Um, but Alakid seems probably okay uh especially considering our our next entry here oh all right so next up we've got crystal version which says it loves violent thunder the space between its horns flickers bluish white when it is charging energy oh what are your thoughts on violent thunder will (laughs) (laughs) i mean I do have similar feelings. I gotta be honest. I'm not a person yeah. who's ever been frightened by thunder. And it's cool. I love a thunderstorm. A good summer thunderstorm mm. when it's really rumbling and grumbling. I, yeah. I love to like... I Some of my fondest memories are of sitting on the porch of my friend's lake cabin and mm. watching a storm roll in over the lake. Just like listening to the thunder roll in and... Yeah. Uh, Nothing like it. It's great. Thunder's awesome. I feel um, I feel energized by a storm. Right. Uh, and violent is a strong word, though. I will say. <laughs> you know, the closest we're gonna get to a Pokedex entry saying a Pokemon loves violence, but <laughs> violent thunder not a not an adjective that I would normally use to describe thunder. I guess, but yeah, the because more thunder is not loud the, the... and powerful and sudden. The better. I yeah. guess for Elekid. Uh, a violent like lightning is what's going to hurt like, potentially harm you thunder is that's just sound like that's just the sound of the lightning 
right? So Yeah. I don't feel like I ordinarily hear violent used to describe a sound, but I suppose you can do that if you I want think it, to. Pokedex. I think it's it's somewhat apt here. Um, yeah. And I, I was expecting it to, the space between its or its horns to somehow channel the, the lightning from the thunderstorm. Right, I thought but, that was going to be like, oh, it's out in the storm playing around, and then its little he- horns, quote-unquote, start to flicker. But uh, no, that's just when it's charging up. Yeah, these, these, these two sentences seemingly... Uh, totally separate unrelated from each other. <laughs> yeah yeah not not connected which typical typical pokemon pokedex protocol here you know yeah just not have them related at all but okay it's uh bluish white which is when you think about like you know like fire or something like that oh that's hot like that's that's extra yeah. extra powerful but like bluish white that's just that's electricity color that's the color of electricity <laughs> like, yeah this is normal i guess I guess at least in like the anime and like in like Pokemon games and stuff, like yellow is maybe kind of the default true color of electricity. But like, it's never it's never been yellow yeah. in real life, right? We we draw it yellow, huh. like, like like the little lightning you emoji, know. you know, lightning bolts. We do, but, but it's not. It's not yellow. Huh. You know, I never really thought about that. Yeah. That's kind of strange. I guess it's, maybe sometimes it has, like, kind of a... Like, if it's extra bright, it kind of gets, like, blown out to, like, a yellow-white. But it's, like, it is it is more of a whitish-blue. Like, that's interesting. Is lightning yellow? Hey, what's the deal with yellow lightning? What's that about? Well, uh... Oh, my gosh. Does the internet <laughs> have an answer? WFMZ.com. Hold on, I gotta find out what that stands for. Uh, Some... Oh, it's 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 a independent television station in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Okay, uh, okay, I don't know if that's okay. the site. I trust them implicitly. <laughs> Local news station? Sure. Yeah, maybe can yeah, do oh, no wrong. Channel sixty nine news. Hey, <laughs> lightning comes in every color of the rainbow: red, yellow, green, cyan, blue, and violet, to name a few. What? It's almost always white, but it's often tinged with another color around the edges. The three most common colors, aside from white, are blue, yellow, and violet. Violet that, lightning. That kind of tracks. Um, okay, sure. White is the color of lightning that most often ignites forest fires, um, sign of low humidity. Yellow or orange lightning occurs when there is a large concentration of dust in the air. Uh-huh. Um, red lightning within a cloud indicates the presence of rain. Blue lightning within a cloud indicates the presence of hail. Yeah, so there's there's a whole there's a whole spectrum of, of color up up in that. Wow, asked and answered. That's fascinating. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that uh, WFMZ TV sixty nine news uh, did did their research out on of this. Pennsylvania. Yeah, they're not just they're not just making stuff up. Surely, surely not. Sixty nine news. They would never. They wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> but. Yeah, okay, so, but even, even there, they were, like, it's it's kind of outlined with, with some color. Like, the bolts itself, though, has always got kind of that kind of blue-white. Right, yeah. But uh, here we are, learning learning facts about lightning with our, our violent little thunder baby monster, <laughs> Alakid. It um, just, so yeah, if you can imagine, it's running around, it's twirling its little arms around, and then its mm-hmm. little plug horns start to glow white, and you know that 
The lightning is coming. The space between its horns flickers bluish white. The space... Sorry. Between. (laughs) What's our next entry? (laughs) Next up is the entry for Ruby and Sapphire, which says, Elekid stores electricity in its body. If it touches metal and accidentally discharges all its built-up electricity, this Pokemon begins swinging its arms in circles to recharge itself. Okay, so it's trying to hold on to that stuff because it's it stores it for some reason. I guess, you know, for, for combat purposes and, and utility. And apple, apple zapping purposes. Apple and so a- acquisition. On. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> but if it... So if... Tell me if you understand this the same way that I do. If you read okay. this the same way I do. It's storing electricity in its body. If it touches metal and accidentally discharges all built-up electricity, are they saying that by touching metal, it will automatically discharge all built-up electricity? If it touches metal, it might be fine. But if it touches metal and it also accidentally discharges, I guess metal can cause it to accidentally discharge, but maybe not right. always. It's, Otherwise, why would why, they could just say if it accidentally discharges its built-up electricity? Right. But it seems like something about touching metal increases the odds that it's going to accidentally do this thing right right like it, it can it can always do this but as as metal c- conducts electricity is yeah that the, yeah it can it can sometimes accidentally lose, lose it, it all. discharge it if it's not paying attention maybe which it might maybe isn't because it's a, it's a little baby so yeah if worry. it's if it's like just generally like putting off a little bit of electricity it's like the metal conducts it so well that then all of a sudden, mm. pfft, all the electricity just goes. Right, right. But you and know what? Elekid is up. not phased. It just starts swinging his little arms again. It's like, yep. well... I mean, maybe a little annoyed that it has to charge up again. Right, but, but it's just like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Um, I thought like I was going to say, like, the Pokemon gets frustrated. The Pokemon gets mad. It's like, nope, it just starts charging again. Yeah, That's it's gotta, number one thing. It's got to reload, you know? Yeah. It's, this Pokemon is... is Loaded up with electricity bullets, and you know it's gotta gotta recharge if it if it this drops. This Pokemon them. is Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible Fallout. You, you think him doing his little his little wrist wrist pop is yep. uh, him? He was, he was charging, charging up? himself back up with some electricity. God, I want to watch that fight again. I don't. I could not care less about the rest of the movie, but that that little bathroom fight is probably worth the whole thing. I've 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 come around. I've come around on Mission Impossible movies. Mission oh, yeah. Impossible Two is bad. Sure, you heard it here first, folks. I think I've already, in fact, given my Mission Impossible takes on this podcast. It's very possible <laughs> because I keep everyone pretty up to date on my media consumption, limited as it is. Uh, mm-hmm. The Mission Impossible movies are fun, and I. Oh yeah, no, I I've always spoken. have fun watching them. I don't um, often think they're good, though. Right. If if, if that right. makes any sense. Yeah. You know. um. Speaking of which, uh, we watched the Mummy Returns the other day. Um. <laughs> I'll I'll have to watch it now so we can we can be freshly uh, caught up on it. I don't think it is as good as the first one, but it's got its moments. That's a bummer. Yeah, I I've, I've just been watching King of the Hill. Which hey, is, is, same. Is fine. Se- season seven's getting kind of a dip for me. Um, really, but... we're also on season seven. I think we just watched oh, the one okay. where uh, 
everyone accuses Hank of being racist because Lady Bird bites the repairman. Ooh, I haven't gotten to that one yet. Oh, okay. Wow. Lady Bird, how could you? She's racist. Turns yeah. out. Yeah. Uh that's that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I just got past the the dog dancing one where Hank oh is gosh. is dancing yeah. with Lady Bird. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're getting a lot of Lady Bird this season, which we yeah. don't usually do. Uh, Sometimes I forget she's there. That's a good episode. Hank yeah, just, he just can't be chill, you know. Like he finds <laughs> no. out that actually the thing Bobby's doing is cool, but then he still has to be a wad about it. Like, yeah, I. Th- this is where I'm getting some of my frustration with season seven. It's like, it's been six seasons, like, and he's never quite shown the same amount of growth and maturity that he showed in like that first pilot episode. Um, that right. kind, of, kind of frustrates me a little bit. I mean, it, yeah, you fall into that trap of like the animated show that's resetting to the status quo at the end of every episode right, a little right. bit. They're, um, they're reworking a lot of stuff over and over again, but it's it like, does I've, feel like King of the Hill has more character development than than others where it's like you will see a little bit of like oh this is why bill is the way he is or mm-hmm. you know like right i just get frustrated that bobby keeps getting a little bit of room to grow and then like stifled again every other right. episode when yeah bobby gets a hank deal. finds out that bobby is enjoying anything right <laughs> that isn't yeah. like lawn mowing or football right um <laughs> Anyway, that's our that's our King of the Hill minute. <laughs> we uh we would raise Elekid much better if it was our baby than Hank Hill raises Bobby, I think. Um I think so too. Yeah. I, Almost certainly. I mean Bobby's a good kid, but his parents aren't helping that much. Listen, um, Hank thinks he's a good dad because he's far better than his dad. That's true. Which is, is Hank true. is miles better than Cotton. That but that's true. not enough, though, because the times have also changed, and you gotta you gotta keep up. You can't. Gotta Gender norms up, are not a. You gotta throw that out, Hank. Uh, anyway, uh, Ella, kid. <laughs> let's let's talk more about uh, the 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 metal touching. The metal touching, yeah. Okay, so it has to be careful around metal. I mean, I guess out in the wild, it's probably not encountering metal all that much, but. If you're an yeah. elicate and you get brought into the world of humans, there's a lot more accidental mm. electricity discharge than you would probably hope for. Yeah, and there's still type Pokemon out there as well, so mm, true. It's dangerous, and you know it's probably not great to just discharge a bunch of built-up electricity. I I think that's probably a dangerous thing to happen. Probably. Probably, if someone else is touching the electricity or the <laughs> touching the metal and. <laughs> Therefore, also right. the electricity. Probably yes. not great. Yeah. Probably not great. Yeah. Um, if you are, you know, using the same handrail as your Ella kid, whoops, whoops a doodle. Yep. Um, it is not great. However, thankfully, no. Ella kid doesn't seem to store that much electricity inside of itself. Right. So you're probably or, not going to yeah. get, like, fried or anything. Yeah. Hard to say exactly how much. Like, maybe. Only a little bit is all we it, have. It gets, but it's like, tires- as compared to what? It charges up only a little bit, but like, does it charge up like how many times throughout the day is it doing that? Like, how much can it kind of build up naturally? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it can store electricity in its body, so like, yeah, right. it might be it might be building up some intense reserves. We really we really don't know. 
but we yeah. do know that it is not a hundred percent in control of when it might discharge all of yes. that electricity. Yes. So yes. that does just foreshadowing our skills. There is some capacity for danger from our little friend here. Absolutely. I guess we'll find um, out more as we continue. Yeah, we we still got ways to go. Um, although Emerald here is kind of uh, just a rewording of Ruby and Sapphire, but a little little different. All right. So the Emerald version entry says, if it touches metal and discharges the electricity it has stored in its body, an Elekid begins swinging its arms in circles to recharge itself. Sure. So they took out the accidentally part here, which. But again, it just it just seems to me like if it touches metal, this is what happens. Whether it yeah. meant to, it's more like the touching of the metal was the accident, you know? right? And, right. And then incidentally, all of its electricity just goes. Yeah, but it'll just start charging up right right away again. Um, not to be phased, not yeah. to be put out. Just just charges it up. Okay, let's uh, let's keep going. Um, you 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 hear about these arms? Diamond and Pearl says it generates electricity by whirling its arms. However, it can't store the energy it makes. Well, well, now hold on. <laughs> That's not what you said. Ruby and Sapphire literally says last Elekid, entry. Elekid stores electricity in its body, but it can't store the energy that it makes. What? Wanna? Can you? Uh, can you make that make sense for me, Will? <laughs> it can... I, I, in fact, cannot. Because <laughs> if it touches metal and accidentally discharges all right. its built-up electricity... I was going to say maybe maybe it can just swing its arms to make electricity that it has to then immediately use. And then it's, it's storing electricity that it gets from, I don't know, somewhere else. <laughs> but, but specifically... Swinging its arms around to recharge to recharge the, the stored itself. up energy that it lost. What does recharge mean to you, Diamond and Pearl? It generates store... electricity by whirling its arms. However, it can't store the energy it makes. Maybe okay, okay. <sighs> maybe it can't store the energy it makes because it keeps accidentally touching metal or accidentally discharging it in mm. other ways. Uh, I don't know. I, that's, Maybe they're just referring to the fact that it only charges up a little bit. Maybe its storage system mm. doesn't work very well in the long term, I guess. Right. Uh, Mostly this is just wildly contradictory. Um, yeah. I haven't seen one like this this completely uh, contradicting itself yeah. in a while, I feel I like. I haven't had, had to bend quite so far backwards to, to make it actually make sense in a while. Uh, um, yeah, I'm trying... Uh, my my the, the thing that makes most sense to me right now is that it's not a very good battery. Yeah, I'm thinking they maybe instead of saying it, it it can't store the energy it makes, it's not very good at maintaining its stored energy. Right. I think that's maybe a more charitable reading. It's but... easier for it to get discharged. It doesn't charge up very much at once. It's not a very reliable battery. It can store the energy it makes, though. That just isn't right. They, yeah, it's like it stores electricity in its body. So, 
and discharges the electricity that it has stored in its body, and it recharges that electricity when it's discharged. Its arms. Like, it's, like it's that's that's all Ruby, that Sapphire, you've talked. Not only is it contradicting itself, that's literally all it's talked about for the entire yes. previous five entries is how it does this exact thing. <laughs> so. Diamond of Pearl, I think we just write this one off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they were doing. Uh, that's wild. It can't store the energy it makes. I, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be surprised if, if this comes up again in, in or you know, nine more entries. But I'm very curious to find out. Shall let's, we? let's keep going um, and, and not not uh, lose ourselves not to this dwell. conundrum. All right. Uh, next up is Platinum Version, which says, A weak electric current flows between its horns. Sticking a hand there shocks the unwary. You know, when you just kind of... Stick your hand. Un- unwarily stick your hand in between <laughs> an electric Pokemon known as the electric Pokemon. <laughs> plug-shaped prongs on its head. <laughs> that Whoops. is, ex- I would say, extremely unwary. <laughs> yeah like i guess as a kid like maybe you're like trying to put stuff into sockets or something yeah to, you're to playing yourself. with your little electric friend but I, mean, I guess that's, that's an unwary thing to do elegant is like a literal walking caution sign there's yeah, a big like, electric symbol on it this just is bright yellow and black the monster they draw on those little substation power boxes yeah mr mr ouch he is called yeah yeah uh, i I sent you the wikipedia article yes (laughs) because we used to talk about mr ouch all the time when we were kids looking at him on an electric substation in our playground love that dude love that guy mr ouch not to be messed with don't let him out he's happy in there (laughs) keep him in the box (laughs) he'll be mad Uh, yes and sticking a hand in there will, will shock the unwary and you know, I imagine it would shock the wary alike as well. Mm, wary you know? and unwary alike, but unless you, you know, got gloves or something, I don't know. As you said, you would be have to be pre- you would have to be pretty unwary to just go waving your yep. hand about there. Yeah, through a living creature's plug shaped horns. Right. Yeah. So in the Pokemon world, it's it also it's a weak, um, it's just a weak electric current, but like right. it's still going to shock you. You're going to feel it. Yeah. Now I wonder if. Because when it's charging energy by spinning its little arms around, it actually, the space flickers bluish-white. So probably if you stuck your hand mm. in there at that Ooh. point, you would get more of a shock. Yeah, But definitely. also there is just always an electric current running right. between the horns that you can't see right. if it's not spinning its little arms around. But it's, it's still there. Which is dissimilar from actual, like, AC plugs. Like, you could... Right. As long as they're not plugged in, you're fine. You can... Yeah stick whatever you want in between those products. <laughs> yeah, it, it is okay. I'm glad we're getting really deep into this episode, what you can and can't do around electricity. <laughs> yes. I, I hope everyone is taking the start. Uh, I think that we have uh, probably some listeners who know quite a bit more about electric safety uh, yes. than we do, but you know, yes. that's the way it goes. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't rely on us um, if you're thinking about uh, touching an electric object, I mm, suppose. Yeah. Or playing in a thunderstorm. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. We can't tell you how to live. Yeah. But, okay, weak, weak electric current is there just seemingly constantly, and you will get shocked, even if it doesn't. you don't see electricity flow right. between it. But 
Okay, what's uh, what else we got here? Next up, Black and White 2, which says, Spinning its arms around to generate electricity makes the area between its horns shine light blue. Indeed. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, so there I was, have been told. Yeah, bluish-white is what Crystal said, but yeah. Bluish-white, light blue, similar. Yeah, yeah electric color. Sticking to horns, which I love. Yeah, no, these are these are horns. Don't don't get it twisted. Uh, and it does it does spin the arm to to make them do electricity. Um, now, now here we oh, we've crossed the threshold into, okay. into sun and moon, and here I feel like go. this is where we get uh, some some fresh fresh info. They really try to distinguish themselves a bit from. Yeah, this is what's this been is covered. always the best transition from uh, the previous <laughs> generations to the sun and moon yeah, generations. Get, get ready for things uh, get really for whack. Our, for a home run of a sentence here. <laughs> Sun, Sun version says, when it's in a house, electrical outlets serve as its baby bottles. <laughs> it sucks down electricity. It sucks down electricity. Sucks it right down. Yum, Slur- yum. Mm. <laughs> electrical outlets serve as its baby bottles. <laughs> All right, wow. I guess okay. so. I guess so. I guess you did say that. There um, surely must have been another way of phrasing this. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, yeah, it's like they needed to remind us that it is indeed a baby, but also yes. that it is greedily slurping away at the electricity. <laughs> and also that it can just suck it straight out of the outlet. It doesn't yeah. need to like do anything in particular. You don't it need like just... the rubber, rubber nipple on there or anything. Right, no. just... They just wander right over there and slurp it right up. Suck it down. <laughs> because because outlets serve as its baby bottles. Hmm. It's like... Yes, indeed. I just, it's just a very kind of like Rugrats kind of energy of like, you know, mm-hmm. baby bottles are something that babies have and use, which is true. Um, of humans. Of of most, of a, of a lot of human babies. But um, I guess a lot of animals, um, at least animals that are being taken care of by humans. Right. Well, and in this situation, I guess they're specifically saying it's in a house, obviously. When it's in a house, there's yeah. not just electrical outlets out and about generally. Um, yeah, out in the wild, it's using nature's baby bottles. <laughs> I guess. Well, so that was what I was going to bring up next, was we were talking about, oh, yeah, it doesn't eat electricity. It eats apples and uses those to spin its arms around and make electricity. But now, I'm thinking a little differently. Right. I mean, maybe it eats both, but it can maybe get it its energy straight from the source, straight from maybe the Maybe it can't store energy that it makes, and that's why it's sucking it down from outlets. Yeah, right. But so, I mean, it still says that it's spinning its arms around to recharge yeah, itself. Yeah, I, I still there's, don't buy there's, it. There's no, there's no but, read there. But yeah, if Diamond and Pearl are, are, are looking for outs, I think I think we're in the generation that might might start giving them that might provide <laughs> it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love that. Uh, it sucks down electricity, which is so do we exactly think how electricity works. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> is it? Is it Remember just going to use Vader that just started electricity? Sucking down Palpatine's electricity. While <laughs> sucking it right down. Mm. Do we think that it's going to use that electricity to like power itself, like calorically, or is it just going to redirect it and use it to zap stuff, or is it well, literally I, eating it? Well, they serve as baby bottles, which 
function as there you know is that it's of food. a calorie transference and, and yeah. energy yeah you know so yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so and then they it, you know of electricity. course they they suck they, it down they scarf it electricity they love that stuff can't get enough um, of the stuff because you can digest it somehow <laughs> If there. you're Ellicid, yes. There's just like you there's like can. turbines and inside. It's like I don't it, know what kind is, of organs it's got. Yeah, some kind of lightning sack pouch. <laughs> lightning conversion sack. It's probably shaped like a thunderbolt. Yeah, probably <laughs> just a pulsing, meaty thunderbolt in its insides. Um, cool. <laughs> I just love that. Yeah, serves as its baby bottles, and. Just four words. It sucks down electricity, mm. like a baby sucks down milk from mm-hmm. a baby bottle. Um, that's hilarious and delightful. Fantastic. Uh, great job, little kid. Love it. Sun a baby Pokemon, truly beautiful. Um, yeah, because Sun, Sun came in. They're like, well, I don't know. It's, it, it's uh, we're not getting a lot, enough baby vibes here. Let's, yeah. let's let's kick it up a notch. Let's let's just really ramp up the baby stuff here. Yeah. Um, Let's, uh, let's pop over to, to Moon, though, and see what they've got going on here. All right. Moon version says, This Pokemon is constantly fighting with Togedemaru that try to mm-hmm. steal its electricity. It's a pretty even match. Okay. I'm I guess, yeah. I'm to do a quick Google on Togedemaru here. Togedemaru is the Pikachu-alike for Sun and Moon. The little, little round ball. Right. Uh, which is a basic Pokemon that doesn't evolve, so it's probably... Kind of it's similar capabilities cute. wise to a baby, um, electric steel. Yeah, and they 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 tend to, at least in the in the anime would would frequently be like trying to rub up against other electricity Pokemon to to get that electricity. So flowing. it's a little it's a little electricity thief. Yeah, I mean yeah. I say thief because I am operating from the perspective of Elekid right now, right? Uh, having been however many entries deep, but it's uh, like it's like stealing electricity from a baby. Pokemon. I gotta say, uh, seeing an Elekid and a Togedemaru fight would be very cute. Yeah, both that would little be little round cute boys. And I, I feel, I, they say it's a pretty even match, but I feel like... My money's on Elekid, Ele- I gotta say. Yeah, but, it's got those but chunky Togedemaru could just steal its electricity. I guess, yeah, if, if it's not using electric-type moves, you know, maybe it's well, got like and, a higher I mean, attack stat. I mean, who's to say that Elekid can suck electricity out of an outlet? Why not a Togedemaru? Right. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think Elekid's definitely got the martial prowess angle, I feel like. Yes. Um, and it's got a... Uh, actually, yeah, it's, it's attack and special attack are about the, the same as a baby, so... I'm not sure. And then Togemaru's probably similar, but... Um, yeah, that's very that's very cute. Ba- baby fights. You hear about this? <laughs> <laughs> Love a baby fight. That's what Pokemon is. <laughs> yeah, uh. I I do appreciate the the like kind of editorializing here from Moon. It's like it's a pretty even match. It's like we we're getting like a a solid side by side on a couple Pokemon. Like uh, yeah. how how they stack up against each other. It's like okay, like in the wild, just like naturally, like Elekid and Togemaru, they they. They they're bounce kinda, off of each other. Even. They, they are um, they are natural rivals, and they are constantly yeah they're constantly fighting because Togedemaru they want that electricity they maybe they can't suck it down out of the outlet so they're trying to well, steal it from. And again, we I'm getting back to the question of 
how did this Pokemon function before humans made electricity available mm. widely? Yes. Um, I mean, I know they love thunder, but it's like, mm-hmm. what? you're not going to get struck by lightning very often. That's certainly right. not a reliable source of electricity, not like an outlet. I guess in Legends Arceus, they were hanging around pretty high, like, mountaintops, um, like peaks. So I guess you're closer to clouds and potential, like, thunderstorms up there. And maybe you're just sort of and you're, you're trading baby, so maybe it just... around from one Pokemon to another. Right. You know? Like, presumably babies in the wild are being taken care of by, you know, Electabuzz and Electivire, like... Maybe they are better at generating their own electricity and mm, they can yeah they can keep keep the babies quote, you know because nurse their children as right. opposed to using a baby bottle eh? right exactly exactly and by nurse I mean electrocute <laughs> yes 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 and uh, I guess Togunamaru, uh doesn't have that luxury and or maybe it just gets it's just like stealing electricity so we get we get a baby fight. I mean, I think Elekid would steal Togedomaru's electricity given the opportunity. That's that's editorializing yeah. on my part, but uh, I can see that it looks more like a more like the the kind of schoolyard bully. Yeah, be, it's a little scam. Give me all your lunch money. Trying to tell me this guy isn't a scamp? He's absolutely yeah, no. a scamp. And a absolutely a scamp. We are we are we're gonna get some I think uh, pretty clear indications of that uh, down the line of here. Of scamphood. Yeah. But uh, let's keep going. We still got a, a handful to get through, and we are we are running running pretty long. Run along. All right, here we go. Ultra Sun. When it hears the crash of thunder, Elekid's mood improves. It can be useful to record that sound and play it when Elekid is feeling down. Oh, uh, we got like baby tips here. Yeah, we're getting a whole like narrative of like here's <laughs> what to expect when you're expecting an Elekid. <laughs> Yes, an electric shock monster baby. <laughs> Don't put your hand in between the horns. Right. Keep your outlets easily accessible. Yeah, don't don't plug all of them up, you know. Uh, leave, leave Not like open. a human infant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> unlike and, human infant. And prepare your uh, thunder recordings <laughs> yes, for when yes, it's feeling get down. You, get your, your records. Or just, you know, have a, have a YouTube yeah, right. But they say it could be useful to record the sound. It's like someone's recorded the sound of thunder. Like I'm. Yeah, uh, someone else I, has I, handled I, that for me. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna go out and record thunder. I think. <laughs> I'll leave that to the experts. Uh, but uh, yeah, when it when it hears the crash of thunder, its mood improves. Um, I love that. Kind of like a like a almost like a Pavlovian response. Right, but, we knew that it loved violent thunder, but now we know that it's like it doesn't even need there to actually be a storm. As soon as yeah. it hears the sound, it's it's already happier. Right, right. It's it's great. It's like a, almost like a laser pointer for like a cat or something. Well, it's like interesting they... that you bring that up because I was going to say something very similar, which mm-hmm. is that if you play with a cat with a laser pointer, at least according to you know the the research I have done on the internet, yes, you're supposed to eventually switch to a toy that the cat is actually physically capable of catching. Right, you've got to satisfy their hunt. Exactly. Basically. So I wonder if it's the same thing with Elekid. If you're just playing the sound all the time, are they eventually going to be like, "Where is the lightning? Where is the lightning? I want the lightning." And and then you you know lead them to your to your plug i guess you yeah that's true outlet. i guess that's true just slap so. them slap them on an outlet <laughs> that's, right that's just give fine. them give them give them their uh electric candy treat or yeah. something i don't know um surely in pokemon we've there's probably some 
they've, I bet they've managed to harness elements into like treats for Pokemon mm. that consume such elements. Thunderstone, uh, Leafstone, and so on. Yeah, like turn th- turn those all into like rock candy, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I I bet they've done it. Sounds like something surprised. they could do. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Just like uh, when we get excited for a thunderstorm, um, Elikid's move also also improves and can be turned around. In fact, even just by from just a recording. So there you have it. Love it. Um, what else we got? All right. Ultra Moon says when its horns shine a bluish white, that's the sign that it's fully charged. You'll get a shocking jolt if you touch it. Okay. Um. Good to know. Um, I I probably could have gleaned that. Maybe maybe ten year olds adventuring in the, the world. Maybe not. But uh, so the the space between its horns will glow when it is charging. But when it's fully charged, the horns themselves will acquire a shine. Ooh, a shine. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So yeah, I guess even if it's not glowing, if they've still got that kind of shine to it, still don't touch it. Like, don't touch. That. I don't know. Yeah. You'll get a don't shot. Don't touch big shiny glowing electricity looking things that are shaped like uh a plug you know <laughs> and you'll, you'll be just fine i think it's a good life lesson in general exclamation point too you'll get a shocking jolt if you touch it yeah they're they, they're, they're warning you and yeah it reads kind of like maybe somebody experienced that firsthand um yep look, look at you oak yep um but yeah that's, that's kind of cool it gets this like sheen to it when it's fully charged it's also just uh, reinforcing the notion that Elekid is not in control of when that electricity comes out to play. Yeah. It is always ready for discharge, ready mm-hmm. to roll. Whether it touches metal or you touch it, right. that, that You're gonna get electricity some. is going to get going somewhere. Okay, what is, uh, what's, what's Sword got to say about Sword version. When a storm approaches, this Pokemon gets restless. Once Elekid hears the thound of, sound of thunder... It gets full on rowdy. Uh oh, full <laughs> like, on rowdy. It's like that meme. I think it's like an American Idol judge or something, like getting gradually more excited. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it might be so, a WWE guy. Oh, maybe that. Maybe that was yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it's the storms approaching, and like you can't even. You might not even notice. Like you can't even tell. But like, uh, Ella Kid. Starts like to a get spider, excited. Spider sense. Starts to like, get a little wiggly. Ooh, I, I feel the thunder. It starts, starts moving around, and then once that thunder starts coming down, it's it's hooting and hollering. Oh, it's yeah. having a. It's gone full on rowdy. Full on rowdy, which is a fantastic term. It really for the is. To use I'm going to start using that in my everyday life. I think like, oh, I'm getting yeah. full on rowdy over here. It's like, oh, Bel- Beltane's getting full on rowdy today. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> he is often much. getting full on rowdy. Yeah, like I had a couple too many coffees. I'm full on rowdy. Full on rowdy. God, it's like they could have just said rowdy, but yeah, full it's on. it's great. So yeah, as as we've we've established, it does love thunderstorms uh, immensely, and they still find ways of, of phrasing that in in interesting, weird ways, which is cool. It loves them uh, immensely, and it, like for reasons that are not completely clear you know what i mean like it's we don't have a real clear example of like Mm. why it loves thunderstorms so much it's just uh you know an extra chance for like natural electricity i guess for it to drink um maybe it just uh 
thunderstorms are, are uh, electricity's time to shine, and it likes to it likes electricity, so it gets joy from that. I suppose I don't know. Yeah, it's just an exciting time. I mean, I don't know why they make me excited either. Yeah, it's just kind of kind of cool. It's kind of cool on its own, just like the the, the power of nature. Maybe it's like kind of it's seeing thunder and hearing thunder. It's like, ooh, I want to do that. Like I, electricity is doing that. I want to do that too. I think it's cool that I'm I can do something that powerful, basically. Right. Yeah, because it, it can learn thunder uh, at least later on. So yeah, I think it's just you know the, the vibe. The vibes are right for for thunderstorms and an elicit. Uh, Vince McMahon, I think, is the the person that we're thinking of. Oh yeah, Vince McMahon. Yes. Uh, I mean, yep. Okay, that's that's I think the one. Just increasingly freaking out. <laughs> oh wow, he's currently in the news. Two hours, yeah, twenty hours ago, Vince McMahon looking silly? to sell WWE for nine billion dollars. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I think he's bad. People who keep up with wrestling probably know a lot better than me, but I think... I mean, he's a billionaire, so... Yeah, you hey. know, fair. Uh, but... But yeah, problem. We gotta talk about Alakid. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very distracted today. We can keep moving. Yeah. Um, full-on rowdy mm. is the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, maybe the best phrase in any Pokedex entry. I... I mean, okay. yeah, we're there's been a lot our of batting average is good this 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 round. We got we got sucking down electricity. We got full on rowdy. Um, it's great. Serve as uh, baby bottles. Also serve very as baby good. Bottles. Um, okay, next up, shield version. It's not good at storing electricity yet. This okay. Pokemon sneaks into people's homes looking for electrical outlets to eat electricity from. <laughs> to, to suck down electricity yep. from. <laughs> so if it doesn't have a steady supply, if it doesn't have a human who is mm. supplying it with plugs, it will go out and and search for them. Yes, yes. A natural and, nose for for electrical sources. And this first sentence is what Diamond and Pearl needed to make clear. Yes, not Diamond it and Pearl can't. says. It, I I was right. It it can't do it very well not it can't do it at all it's not good at storing electricity yet that's what that's what shield says diamond and pearl get it together they are the they're the one four generations in the one holdouts who were just they just got it wrong they just got it wrong straight up yeah they they they, they were researching it they were looking at it it's like oh it just keeps discharging it every time it like touches metal or, or trips or whatever yeah, it's like it, it can't store it at all put it down write it down put it in the book it's like every other region they're like yeah, look, it's swinging its arms around and it's charging up. <laughs> like, yeah. So, okay. It's just not good at storing it. Maybe it's extra not good at storing the electricity that it makes, but that still doesn't track very well. Anyway, uh, it sneaks into people's homes and steals electricity. <laughs> you hear about this? <laughs> yeah, my electric bill has been super high. Ah, you leave your windows open? Yeah. <laughs> Elekid got in. Yep. 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 Um... Tough out, out there. Of, uh, Tough out there to live in the Pokemon world for a lot of reasons, but one of them is that Elekid will come and steal your electricity. Yeah, one of the reasons uh, landlords often won't pay the electricity bill. Yeah, uh, I'm not accountable for you leaving your door open. Well, I, yeah. You know, what am I supposed to do about that? Not pay for you don't it. Li- 
You don't have a like a like a like a guard Pokemon keep keeping Pokemon from like sneaking in and stealing your keys and electricity and, and murdering whatever you. else murdering you. Yeah, <laughs> your life. Yeah, <laughs> knocking your house down or you know tunneling yeah. through your floors. Pokemon insurance companies are just oh the biggest racket. Oh, absolutely. So much. Yeah, money. because I'm sure they're like. You know, well, that's a you live you live in a a high risk area. There's a lot of Elekid living in that area. I can't insure you. Yeah, don't mind that we've been sponsoring trainers. Food. You know, catching dangerous Pokemon in this area. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Team oh Rocket gosh. could really be getting up All right, to. So I still yes, abs. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Okay, number one dream Pokemon project remains the David Attenborough style nature show. But yes, secondarily. <laughs> Tony Gilroy style yep. institutional <laughs> drama about the skullduggery going on at the Pokemon yes. insurance company. Please. What and like what what's the bureaucracy of like governments look like in the Pokemon oh, world? Like how are they maintaining society now listen. where electric shock monster babies are running around <laughs> stealing electricity? <laughs> What is going on with the power grid in the Kanto region? Excuse me. I would love to know. Um, what does an administrative day look like at the Pokemon League? Like, what's going on there? Love to know. Love, love to, to know. know. Love to know. What does what does Larry do, um, who is one of the Elite Four in <laughs> Scarlet and Violet, who is primarily seems to be an office worker, but also works for the Pokemon League and seems very... Uh, you know, depressed as any kind of you know. Like, average why does he have a workers. day job? <laughs> like, does this I not don't, pay? I get I, I get understand. hundreds of dollars every time I win a fight. Like, what is going on? <laughs> it's uh, yeah, Tony Gruy uh, taking a uh, or someone someone with that angle taking yes, a look at the Pokemon world would be fantastic. Which the Pokemon animal. I will say, Legends Arceus was like almost kind of that That's angle. True. Like they were That's they were true. they, they were, were approaching it, it from that direction, which I still makes just yeah one of the reasons why i love that game so much but anyway we we've, have we've to got keep moving one last entry from the game i just mentioned legends arceus let's uh let's see how they think of these these babies all right legends arceus says they generate electricity by spinning their arms during a thunderstorm if one hears the lively voices of children out in the wilderness what one is actually hearing are the voices of Elekid. That's reassuring. Uh, yeah, who are you trying to convince? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not kids. That sounds like human children, but no, that's I'm actually sure they're safe. They're fine. It's fine. I don't know where they are. That's, that's, it, it, they're that's not Elekid. out in the storm. That's just Elekid. Also, oh, well, the, okay, sorry, go ahead. The The voice of Elekid uh, sounds similar to the voices of, the lively voices of children. This is what I was going to say. Elekid yeah. sounds like a human child. Which is, it's it does have the humanoid shape. It's in that, that vein of Pokemon that are human type. I think it's... Uh, That's pretty, oh, pretty strange. It's um, egg group. Oh, the egg group. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, in the, it's in the human-like egg group. So... Along with presumably like Mr. Mime and uh, James. Alakazam, uh, Machoke, mm-hmm, Drowsy, mm-hmm. uh, uh Volbeat, uh, Cacturn, 
Lop Bunny, Crow Gunk, Girder, th Sock Throw, you know, all these, all Great. these, yeah, all these kids. Totally. Halucha, Pancora. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, sounds, sounds, sounds like children, which to the didn't point really... where a human person would not be able to tell the difference. Yeah. It is, yeah, which I would say bordering on irresponsible to say, Anytime you hear the lively voices of children out in the wilderness during a thunderstorm, it's just an alakid. Like, that situation could arise. Yeah, like, as a professor, like, providing, like, you know, facts for people to know and, and, and improve their safety by, like, maybe, maybe... Take another pass tone this one. Tone this one down a little Hit bit. The like, Hit the brakes. Uh, what's your name? What's his name? Dang it. Laventon. Laventon. Yeah, this that could be kids out there. You don't know. Like, just because it sounds like kids doesn't mean... I mean, our both of our reactions to, oh, it plays happily even in thunderstorms was like, yeah, me too. I right. also did that when right. I was a kid. Loved it. Totally. Listening to its, its, its cry in the game mm -hmm. certainly doesn't sound like children. It sounds like, <laughs> you know, electric buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> Rowdy. Maybe they in maybe the anime, when they get it, full on rowdy, it gets more childlike. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, even the anime it was just saying like either, you know, saying its name ish as they all do. The time. So curious, uh, curiouser and curiouser. They, I guess, you you know we we assume that the the cries they make in game aren't actually what they would sound like in real life. And I also assume that, like, they wouldn't just be saying their names over and over like they do in the anime. Right. I guess... Neither seems like an actual representation. It's like, okay, the, the noises they make in the, in the games, at least in the early games, are limited by the fact that the sound quality is bad like you know right. you can't make it but even even in scarlet and violet and sword and shield they're still like kind of aping that that style right um because they've kind of committed i at guess this point. in uh detective pikachu i think they're still saying their names for the most part too yeah unless they're like roaring like charizard mm, or yeah. torterra or something like that but but yeah for the most part yeah they're just saying their names so uh if you hear what sounds like children uh, saying Elekid over and over in different variations. That's probably that's probably Elekid. Unless your children are trying to, like, deceive your you. Your kids are deliberately pranking you. Right. <laughs> Which is possible, uh, I suppose. Yeah, I think... I think Laventon's maybe not got the best advice for uh, identifying lost children, maybe, in this case. Speaking of well, no, we can't we can't go down this rabbit hole. I, oh, we, no. We've already something else you've been on. watching lately. I'm just I'm just thinking about language in the world of Pokemon and like, oh, does it come from mm. the unknowns? And it's like, does it come from? I mean, Elekid has been saying its own name. We didn't name Elekid. Elekid named right, itself. Right. And yeah. Yet, presumably, its its name is etymologically descriptive in our language of its own self. You know what I mean? Like. It's got electricity and kid right there. So it's like, did we get those words from Elekid? Probably, I guess. Uh, you know, Pokemon, <laughs> the world, doesn't make a lot of sense. And yet, we've done 186 <laughs> podcast episodes. 
diving into it. I don't know how and, I've not brought this up before. Maybe I have. I know who who could say. Probably. Listen, but... we've done a lot of episodes of this. I we have we should we should write an entry of Elikid. Yeah, I I don't I don't think we've got time to get bogged down in a language of language and names in Pokemon World because I I don't That's know a big what conversation what it is. Um, or okay, what 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 do we think here? Um, an entry the, for Elikid. Um, this little electric baby, electric shock. Monster baby. I'm very keen on that term. Electric shock monster baby. Yes. This little electric shock monster baby has a an insatiable hunger for electricity. Insatiable hunger for electricity. And will guzzle it straight from the plug. And and will uh, guzzle it. You didn't want to use the word guzzle. <laughs> from the outlet. Straight from the outlet. Yeah, it's good. Um. Um. Don't touch it. <laughs> yet. Don't uh, just don't touch the horns. It, yeah, like, just a good rule of thumb: don't touch those horns. Yeah. Don't touch the horns. Okay. Uh, this little electric shock monster baby has an insatiable hunger for electricity and will guzzle it straight from the outlet. Don't touch the horns. Easy. Good stuff. We're the best. Okay. Humanity score. Humanity. It's uh, it electric outlets serve as its baby bottles. <laughs> um, it's just <laughs> ringing in my head. Yeah, I mean that's not exactly a human thing. I, some babies, I think, are pretty fascinated. But, um, I mean, okay, gets excited about thunderstorms. Yeah, same. Looks yeah. like a human, kind of, almost a little bit. Yep. Uh, drinks electricity. <laughs> drinks electricity, just like me. Um, just, I feel I mean, like there drink, was something uh, else. Just the thing I'll about it, surge. Like, getting full on rowdy. Get full on rowdy. This like, yeah, this is. It's got a lot of baby kind of elements and vibes. It's. Um, I'm thinking like a five, yeah. somewhere around yes. there. I think it's a five. I think that's good, because it's got for sure yes. some some passing resemblance and some sort of uh, human baby sort of traits. But it's still right. got some things that make it very strange and not human. Like yeah, and a plug big old and stuff. plug plug horns on its head that <laughs> will electrocute you. So yeah, I think a five is fine. Um, deadliness. <sighs> okay, I think we should give it some points because it can't shock. It can't shock you. And they're it, they're going out of their way to tell you not to touch it. And like, yes, and it, it doesn't have control over whether you get shocked or not right so it's always a little bit of a danger and it, it's like as soon as its electricity is discharged it's going to start charging it back up again like immediately seemingly right so that being said you're probably not going to be electrocuted to death right like, or even seriously harmed it, it seems you know like yeah, the, it could just be a zap. the worst they're saying is you'll get a shocking jolt if you touch it but it's like that's mm. just I mean, it's not going to be pleasant, but you're not going right. to have lasting damage, I don't think. I'm feeling like a four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like it's, think, it's got I some... I think we're below the halfway point for sure. There's some potential there, but it is it is a baby. Something that and... you definitely are going to have to be cognizant of, but not something that is going to kill you. Right, right. Companionship is... 
how much do you pay for electricity? Right. <laughs> how much do you pay for electricity in the Pokemon world? Like, is it is it a public utility? Well, also, like... just to circle back to Meowth and... <laughs> Oh, it's cheaper this way. Well, it's going right. to drink all of his electricity, so right. it's not going to be cheaper. You're wrong. Well, if it, yeah, if anyone's got electricity to spare, it's probably the boss of Team Rocket. Yeah, but I mean, still, yeah. he's 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 loaded. It's yeah. true. Um, hmm. Companionship. It's, uh, um, it is cute. It's just like a little fifty-pound baby. It's uh, it likes to play. It's got arms. It's... Well, and just the fact that they have like so specifically been giving us directions for how to care for it makes me mm-hmm. think that people must keep it. You know, it's like right. oh, get your get your elect- your your thunder recording ready and right. you know prep the Prepare, baby bottles. Keep your outlets open. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, but also don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. But sure, that's... I think we're kind of middle of the road on all of these. I feel like... Uh, Maybe like I, a I feel, six? I think a six here, yeah, which is what I was going to say. Because, yeah, it, it seems like a very... Like, as far as Pokemon go, like, it's, it's just the right size. It's mm-hmm. just the right kind of... Like, it's a, it, it can get a little rowdy in thunderstorms, but, you know, probably... Seems like it would be fun otherwise. to play with, you know? It's just like it gets tired easily. Kid, like, you know, you don't have... Out. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to keep up with it, you know, all day. Um, and, and it spins its arms around, which is really cute. And and it's you know what? It's easy to please. Slap it yeah. on a slap it on an outlet. Yep. Done. Play that. Play that. Uh, Rainforest CD you got. Right. Yes. Exact. Exactly. Play, put on put on some like uh, thunderstorms ASMR and yeah. smack it onto the outlet. You're done. Totally. Okay. That's that's Ella Kid. We we have to wrap up. We must it's been, go. It's been too long. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate uh, you you sticking with us for 186 episodes, or or maybe this is your first. In, in which case, welcome. Um, I hope you in which like case, King of the for Hill sticking with us for the hour of us talking about Elegant. <laughs> yeah, um, and King uh, of the Hill. Yes, uh, definitely want to shout out uh, email we got from from Sophia uh, with the with the subject. Uh, Have you heard of Pokemon? Uh, <laughs> says you, you text of the email says you know these little guys nah i haven't seen them so thank you for answering the call we put out much appreciated um unfortunate that one of our listeners at least one has not heard of pokemon I <laughs> we have guys. not been doing our job very well perhaps i guess so if you said uh haven't seen them haven't um, seen them okay, which is sure, this yeah. is an audio yeah medium, that's true so. it, uh, you have had them described to you sure yes yes uh but gosh but gosh dang we love these little guys and uh we we love your little emails if you if you dare to send them go beyond the ball you heard about these little emails about these little emails um also uh give us give us your money at uh <laughs> kofi kofi.com slash beyond the ball where you can uh donate to keep the keep the dream alive we'll we'll hire david attenborough someday 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 better hurry up though because yeah. i mean i'm not no i'm not i'm not even gonna don't speak even don't even out. go there well. so, i didn't say yeah. anything and i i think our first milestone anyway is probably getting you to play pokemon violence uh honestly that was i was just we this is an off-air conversation okay <laughs> Um, and yeah, thank you, of course, to PokemonDB.net and Bulbapedia for all the useful info I grab. And 
Also, Party Fish Media, which is the podcast network that we are a part of. You can find out more about them at partyfish.media. We've got to go. Um, I don't. I don't even have time for a joke about a fact from Will about a cat <laughs> or what else. I guess I it would be of. an electricity fact. I got nothing. I already gave you the lightning guy story. Listen. Yeah, you hear about this lightning guy? Uh, <laughs> we gotta go. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. Oh, and in case it wasn't obvious, we will be talking about Electabuzz next time, who sounds like this. And now, uh, goodbye for real. Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.